Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Now NHL, local experts on the biggest stories on the ice. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. Our Locked On NHL hosts are here to help break down everything from Thursday night. The Chicago Blackhawks pulled off an upset by the slimmest of margins at home in yesterday's biggest game. The Biggest Game. A big victory by the Blackhawks to kick off their three-game road trip. What's up, everyone? I'm Jack Bushman from Lockdown Blackhawks, and tonight the Chicago Blackhawks upset the Washington Capitals 4-3 to in a shootout, and it was honestly one of their best 60-minute efforts of the season, especially when they've been facing a top team. They In the first period, they came out of the gate really strong, managed to take a one nothing lead late. The second period wasn't as great, but they they weathered the storm a bit from the Capitals. They, they surged hard. And then in the third, they got down early, but they fought back. Seth Jones with an absolute clap bomb to tie the game 3-3. Three to three. Josiah Slavin, by the way, in his NHL debut, I thought looked fantastic, as did that entire fourth line for the Hawks. I thought played a big part in them coming up with a win tonight. They were able to force overtime Marc-Andre Fleury with a great effort. He also got some help from the goalpost several times. Eventually, the game found its way to a shootout, and Patrick Kane, who else, came through to get the Blackhawks the W. They moved to 7-3 and three under interim head coach Derek King and now advanced to 8-12-2 on the season. A big win for the Blackhawks to kick off their three-game road trip and their first real victory against a top team in the NHL so far this season. For more coverage on the Hawks' upset win over Washington, be sure to check out a beefy episode of Lockdown Blackhawks tomorrow. Your team, every day. The Washington Capitals had their chances against the Blackhawks, but remain winless in overtime games this season. Locked on Capitals says while Washington could have won this game, some bad bounces also contributed to the loss. Tonight's Washington Capitals game has been brought to you by the sound ping. That's right. Hello, everyone. I am Tyler Kuhl, the insider of the insiders and the host of Locked on Capitals, host of the team that is still yet to win a game past regulation. However, they didn't lose in overtime tonight, kids. That's okay. They lost in a skills competition to the Chicago Blackhawks. 4-3 the final score. Evgeny Kuznetsov hits one off the iron in overtime. Nails one off the post in the shootout. Flourish giving a little rub over there. Then Daniel Sprong comes in. The possible hero. Nope, nope. Flourish giving a little love there. And Patrick Kane scores the game winner. Sixth time this season. 0-6 beyond regulation. This team just refuses to play more than 60 minutes. My goodness, if this team does get to the playoffs, because they've only got one point in the last two games, the season's over. Just kidding. But I'm just saying, though, if you have to get to those long game situations in overtime in the postseason, why even bother watching at this point? The Caps aren't going to win anyways. Thank goodness this is not like international hockey where you wouldn't get a point if you lost in overtime. Holy smokes, this would be a much different divisional race now, wouldn't it? Now you get Columbus coming up on Saturday. That's an important game. Just hope you win this one in 60. The Boston Bruins didn't have a lot of team leadership on the bench yesterday, but Boston still picked up a win on a clean sheet in Nashville. Boston won 2-0, and Locked on Bruins gives you the details on the victory. Without their head coach and without their best player, the Boston Bruins went into Nashville tonight and emerged with a 2-0 shutout victory over the Predators. This is Ian McLaren, host of Locked on Boston Bruins, and Jeremy Sweeman, Set a career high in saves with 42 for his 
third career shutout, uh, earning the victory for the Boston Bruins as Bruce Cassidy remained out on the COVID-19 protocol. Brad Marchand remained out uh, due to suspension. Uh, Jake DeBrusque, who has requested a trade, was in the lineup, and he uh, scored the first goal for the Bruins. It stood up as the game winner, uh, and Brandon Carlo added the second goal for the Boston Bruins. That was assisted by Eric Howla, who uh, earned a point in his return to Nashville, where he played for quite some time. Uh, the Bruins, yeah, a great effort with all kinds of stuff going off this week for them. Uh, and uh, they emerge victorious to improve to 12-8 and eight through 20 games this season. Check out Locked On Boston Ruins on Friday for all the latest on the black and gold. This is Ian McLaren. The Dallas Stars win streak hit six games in a row last night. The Columbus Blue Jackets, the latest victims. Dallas scored early and held strong late. And Locked On Stars has more postgame. The win streak is now at six games. So what's up, everyone? Dane Lewis here with the Locked on Stars podcast coming to you after the Dallas Stars win over the Columbus Blue Jackets at the American Airlines Center by a score of three to two. Another huge night for the best top line in the NHL. Jason Robertson finds the back of the net twice. Tyler Sagan finds the back of the net after not scoring for several games. And like I said, Dallas's current win streak is now at six. They've won their last seven at home. Uh, and they're playing the best hockey of the season as a team so far, and they're just continuing to hit their stride. Uh, this was a really gritty, nice comeback win for the Stars. They were down 2-1 to one at one point. Uh, Columbus was definitely pushing them to the edge, playing very well, very competitive, despite some of their recent struggles. Um, but Dallas found a way to get revenge after suffering a tough loss to this Blue Jackets team earlier this season on the road. Dallas you know, gets the last laugh this season. Uh, really encouraging to see, really exciting. Embrace this moment, Stars fans. Uh, this is huge. This is exciting. Uh, I cannot wait to see how much longer this win streak can extend. Uh, the schedule is somewhat favorable for this Stars team over the next several weeks. A few games on the road, um, but against some teams that Dallas will match up nicely against. And it should be a ton of fun to see if this win streak can eventually reach double digits and Sky is the limit for this Dallas Stars team. That's all I got to say. So enjoy this moment. Embrace this moment. Uh, continue to support this team because they're going to be making a lot of noise this season and eventually in the postseason if they keep this kind of play up. Lots to talk about on tomorrow's episode of Locked on Stars. You will not want to miss it. Coming up next, the Red Wings won their fourth in a row. The Ducks and Golden Knights went on a scoring spree in Anaheim. Today's edition of Locked On Now brought to you by Built Bars, the best tasting protein bar that's out there. It's low calorie, low carb, low sugar, even low fat, but it is high in protein. So more importantly than that, it tastes great and it comes in tons of different flavors. There's something for everybody and it's made with 100% real chocolate. So you definitely want to head over to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off your order. Again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order at Built.com. Welcome back to Locked On Now NHL. I'm Kainani Stevens. The Florida Panthers put on another scoring clinic last night in our best performance. The best performance. Hold up, hold up. 
The Panthers came from down three goals to win by three last night, and Buffalo didn't have an answer for any of it. Florida scored six straight, which left Locked On Panthers happily surprised at how well this team has played as of late. Did the Florida Panthers just do that again? Yes, they in fact did just do that again. What's up, guys? This is Armando Velez from the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, and the Florida Panthers defeat the Buffalo Sabres by a final score of 7-4. to four. Multiple times in this game, the Florida Panthers were down by three goals, one time 3 nothing, the other time 4-1. to one. Lucas Carlson got his first goal of his NHL career, bringing it to 3-1 at the time, but when it was 4-1, Andrew Burnett made the difficult decision to pull Sergei Bobrovsky and insert Spencer Knight, who went 19-19 of 19 in goal in relief for the Florida Panthers. After that, the Florida Panthers scored six unanswered goals. One of them was by Sam Reinhart. Uh, Aaron Ekblad gets two goals in this one, one of them on a power play to tie the game. And then after E2 Lusterina makes a great defensive play in the Panthers zone, preventing a goal on a wide open net, Anton Lindell is right in front of the doorstep to make it 5 to four Panthers creating this lead for them and all the momentum was on their side and then at the very end the Florida Panthers make two empty net goals one by Jonathan Huberdeau and the other one by Anton Lindell. Uh, the, the one the star of this night was also Jonathan Huberdeau where he has five points in this one one goal for assists and not only did he get five points in this game he drew all three penalties for the Florida Panthers so talk about being in great position all throughout this game. Sam Reinhardt gets a goal and three assists against his former team for the first time since the trade this past offseason on draft night between the Buffalo Sabres and the Florida Panthers. Aaron Eckblad averages a point per game and he has to be in the conversation for the Norris uh, this year, that's for sure. And the, um, the Florida Panthers won a game they were supposed to despite being down and despite the goalie situation in Buffalo with the their COVID issues, the Florida Panthers still found a way. So to listen to my recap of tonight's game between the Florida Panthers and the Buffalo Sabres, make sure to listen to the, the latest episode of the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast. Your first listen of the day. The Carolina Hurricanes suddenly have problems out of nowhere. Carolina started as the hottest team in hockey this year, but they've now lost three in a row by falling to the Senators again last night. Locked on Hurricanes tries to figure out what's taken such a quick wrong turn for this team. Hey there, folks. Jared Ellis here, host of Locked on Hurricanes. And tonight, the Carolina Hurricanes dropped their third game in a row at home in Raleigh against the Ottawa Senators. This game was definitely a gut punch. The Carolina Hurricanes lost Jordan Martinuk to an apparent ankle injury, no telling on when he is going to be back in the lineup. And the Hurricanes offense and power play is struggling mightily. Thankfully, Tavo Teravainen was able to get his 100th career goal on a power play goal, no less. So that is a positive, but as a whole, the Hurricanes outshot the Ottawa Senators. Let's check the notes here. 49-20, to 20, and they still lost. Two of Ottawa's goals came from the Hurricanes off of Marty Natchez and Ian Cole. So hopefully... The Carolina Hurricanes can put this game behind them and get a win, a much-needed win, on Saturday against the Buffalo 
Sabres before they head up into Western Canada on another road trip. Until then, follow Locked on Hurricanes on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes and subscribe on all streaming platforms. The New York Islanders got a point last night. That's usually not something you celebrate in the NHL, but this was New York's first point in the last nine games. Locked on Islanders still has to figure out how to stop the losing streak, but they're looking at the positives in that single point. The Islanders finally get a point, not two, but hey, it's progress. Gil Martin of Locked On Islanders here. The Islanders played a more Islanders-like game against the San Jose Sharks, falling 2-1 to one in overtime. Their defense was, for the most part, fundamentally sound. Of course, getting four players back in the lineup helped. They got an early goal from Matthew Barzal, but couldn't hold the lead. Some foolish penalties along the way. But at least the Islanders played relatively sound defense in their own zone, didn't allow too many quality scoring opportunities, and on those occasions that they did, Ilya Sorokin came up big. So, look, the losing streak is nine games, but at least the eight-game pointless streak is over. It's progress. It's something to build on, and hopefully this team can continue to get back on track as time goes on. For more, listen to the Locked On Islanders podcast with me, Gil Martin, wherever you get podcasts. Matt Zuccarello returned to the Minnesota Wild lineup after injury and provided a spark to a wild offense that didn't really need one. Minnesota won its fifth game in a row by beating the Devils and Locked on Wild has your recap. The Minnesota Wild's winning streak has hit five thanks to the return of Matt Zuccarello. Hey everybody, Seth Topol, host of Locked on Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast recapping the Wild's one, two, three, four, five. Ah, 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 to two win over the New Jersey Devils, in which we saw Matt Zuccarello reunited with Kirill Kaprizov on the top line for the Minnesota Wilds. That line responded with two goals by Kirill Kaprizov and an assist. One goal, two assists for Ryan Hartman, an assist for Matt Zuccarello as well. And the Wild also got goals from Dmitry Kulikov and Rem Pitlick in route to their fifth win in a row. Kapokakinen with 29 saves on 31 shots. And listen to these numbers for the top line for the Minnesota Wild. Been some debate as to which line is the best top line in the NHL. Kaprizov, Hartman, and Zuccarello combined for three goals, four assists, 16 shots on goal. They were a plus 12 on the ice while they were out there against New Jersey. So the Wild now 16-6-1 on the season. The biggest game of the year coming up on Saturday against the Toronto Maple Leafs. For more on the Minnesota Wild, make sure to follow Locked on Wild wherever you listen to podcasts. Sometimes it just isn't your night and things don't go your way. But other nights, as our Locked on Devils host tells us, it happened against the Wild. Your team just doesn't play well enough to win. What's up? This is Trey Matthews of Locked on Devils, and here is my post-game reaction. Yeah, not a good game for the Devils. 5-2 to two loss against the Minnesota Wild. Power play sucks. Too many mistakes. Not good rebound control. Gotta play better. There it is. There's reaction. I haven't lost hope, but starting to worry. Just a little bit. But overall, um, this was Jack Hughes' first road game. 
Why do we have him playing at a winger position? I do not know. He should be playing the center. Um, but yeah, so we're, 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 I guess we're still trying to get back into the swing of things and incorporating him into the lineup, but we, we got to do better. That's a wrap for us. Thank you for making Locked On now your first listen every day. For more on the National Hockey League and your team, make sure you check out Locked On NHL and your team's Locked On podcast. I'm Kainani Stevens. This has been Locked On Now.